Okay, let's start. Nitzavim Vayelech, Tavshin Ayin Dalid, the last shear for this calendaric Hebrew calendar. Tavshin Ayin Dalid, Hashem, next year, next week there will not be a shear. Uh, it'll be Rosh Hashanah. The following week, Be'ezus Hashem, I will try to give a shear one of the nights of the week. I'm not sure yet, but we will do Parshas Bracious that week. Parshas Bracious, because it'll be Yom Kippur that Shabbos. But Be'ezus uh, Hashem, Bracious is right after, uh, right after Yantif. We won't be able to have a shear in between then, so I'm going to try to do it during Aser Yom Tshuva. So we will be on the books already for Bracious Tavshin Ayin Hay, which Be'ezus Hashem will be our seventh cycle of, of uh, Parsha Shiurim. But again, one week at a time. Now we are in Yitzhavim Vayelach, and we start off with two small thoughts, one from the Yismach Yisrael, one of the Rebbe, the Alexander Rebbe, in source number one, where he talks about this, the uniqueness of this Shabbos, a one-liner. The uniqueness of this Shabbos, the last Shabbos of the year. Imagine if you pick up a pen, you pick up a stick, you pick up one side of an item the entire item goes up. Right? I lift it up in the normal way. I lift up one side, and the other side goes up as well. That is, that is what happens to a pen, a stick. You pick up one side of anything, so then the other one is, the other side also goes up. Says the Yismach Yisrael, if I pick up the last Shabbos of the year, I can lift up all the Shabbosos of the year. All the Shabbosos are connected. If I lift up this one, this is the last Shabbos. If I can lift up this last Shabbos, if I can inspire myself, if I can internalize the messages of Shabbos, this Shabbos, I could elevate all the Shabbosos of the year. As he says, Yom Echad Bashana Chashav Shana, Yom Echad Bekocho Lahachshivis Kol Hashana, V'Kol Shekena Shabbos Ha'achrona. So we lift up a stick, one side, everything goes up, we lift up a Shabbos, everything, all the Shabbosos of the year, we can, we can raise up. Okay, you can extend that and say, every Sunday of the year, and every, you can be lifted up by the last one. Okay, but at least Shabbos. Let's start with Shabbos, the last Shabbos of the year. We can lift up all of those uh, Shabbosos of this past year. And the other point he mentions, this is from the Shemi Shmuel now, from the Mayana Shal Torah in source number one, the uniqueness of this Shabbos as well, a uniqueness of omission. This is the only Shabbos Mivarchim that were not Mivarchim. As we know, we do not bench Rosh Chodesh Tishrei. Lamei Mivarchim Chodesh Tishrei B'Shabbos Shilafnei Rosh Hashanah. Why don't we give a bracha out of all the months of the year, the one that we would need it the most? Give a bracha, make this month. Chayim Shal Shalom, Chayim Shal Tova. We should give that bracha. What a beautiful bracha. And yet, we skip it. So the most common answer is La'arbev Esasatan. We don't want the Satan to know that Rosh Hashanah is coming, whatever that means. Obviously, a Kabbalistically deep idea. But he has another idea. It says the Shemi Shmuel. Why do we bench Rosh Chodesh? Why do we bench Rosh Chodesh on the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh? Why do we do it the day before? If Rosh Chodesh is on Wednesday, so on Tuesday in Shul, we should announce Shabbos Rosh Chodesh is tomorrow. Right? Sometimes by the way, we forget. It's on Shabbos. Why do we do it the Shabbos before? Explains the Shem Mishmuel. Because we're trying to be mamshik. We're trying to extend the Kedusha of Shabbos onto the Rosh Chodesh that week. We're trying to extend it. What do you do if Shabbos is the following, if Rosh Chodesh is on the following Shabbos? Okay, 
a little difficult. Maybe we want to connect because even the Erev, Erev Rosh Chodesh is already, the Aura is already there. So we want to extend the Kedusha. But when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, we don't want to extend. We want a new leaf. We want a totally new beginning. So we don't bench Rosh Chodesh. We don't need the Shabbos to extend. We have Rosh Hashanah. We have Yom Adin. Just like the beginning of the creation of the world. It didn't come, Hashem didn't have to be externally inspired to create the world. There's nothing that happened before the first Rosh Hashanah. Right? And as we know, according to Chazal, it was Hashem decided on Rosh Hashanah, but actually created it on a Nisan. But either way, the first thought, whatever it was from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hayom Haras Olam, there was nothing before it. Nothing preceded it. So, so too, there's nothing that we don't need the Shabbos beforehand to somehow affect and be mashpia on the Rosh Chodesh, on the Rosh Hashanah. It's new. It's a new idea. Okay, that gets us started. The last Shabbos and Shabbos Mavarech. So now we get to an insight into a Gemara that we've mentioned in the past, but something very creative. A number of very creative and unique thoughts on the agenda for tonight. Perak Lamid Pasuk Vav. As we get into Parshas Nitzavah and Vayelech, the Parshas that we always read at this time of year, which talk about Shuva, which talk about very important uh, ideas. Perak Lamid, the Torah tells us, V'shav Hashem Elokecha Shavuzcha V'richamecha There's a promise that we will do tshuva. V'shavta Hashem alokecha. The pasuk vei says, even if you're far away, v'aviacha Hashem alokecha la'aretz asher Yeshua avosecha v'irishta v'tivcha v'hirbecha mi'avosecha. And then umal Hashem alokecha es levavcha v'es levav zarecha. Hashem will circumcise your heart and the heart of your children to take off the arla, the foreskin covers arla. Arel means closed off. Arla, where it's closed off the first three years of the fruit. The same word. It's closed off from us. Arla could be on a brismila. Arla could be our hearts. We have Arel Lev. So Hashem will circumcise the, the nevuah is. Our hearts and the hearts of our children. As we know, this is one of the Ramazim to Elul, right? Es Lavavcha the Es Lavav. Elul, Rashi Tevo is there that the the uh, circumcising of our hearts will take place. Hopefully, it will take place in in this month. That Hashem will have a hand in our tshuva. Hashem promises that you will, and I'm going to help you out. There is a Gemara, Gemara Sanhedrin Kuf base. Gemara that we've discussed in the past. But the Nachlus Yaakov the Nesivus, Rabbi Yaakov Milisa, in his commentary on Chumash, will relate this idea of Hashem's orchestrating tshuva into this, into this story. And the story is as follows. Achar Adavar it's a very short Gemara that we've discussed. My Achar, what does it mean in Malach and Perak of Gimel after this thing? Amar Rava, Achar Shetafas HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yeravam Ben Hashem grabs Yeravam. Yeravam, when the Malchus split between Rechavam and Yeravam, Shlomo's son, and Yeravam, the first king of Malchai Yisrael, and he created an alternate Beis HaMikdash. He set up Shomrim and statues to try to wean the, the Jews away from, from being uh, 
connected to the Beis HaMikdash. So after it, he's one of the few that are discussed in the last paragraph of Sanhedrin, that, Ein lahem chelek la'olam haba. One of those. So, says the uh, Gemara, that there's a story. HaKadosh Baruch Hu grabbed Yeravam with, on his beged. Va'amar chazar b'cha. Do tshuva. Hashem says to Yeravam, chazar b'cha. Va'ani, va'ata, u'ben Yishai, netayo b'gan Eden. And me, you, and David will go to Gan Eden. We'll take a walk in Gan Eden. Just the three of us. Just the three of us. Hashem, Yeravam, and David. That's it. What an offer. Amazing. Private, private walk. Amar Says Yeravam, Mibarosh. Who's walking first? Who's going first? Me or David? Amar Hashem answers, Ben Barosh. Ben Yishai is going first. Amar Says Yeravam, if so, I am not interested. Unbelievable. Refusal. And obviously this Gemara highlights the Midah of Kinah, but we will give now the story a little depth. First, asking some questions. Ask the Nesivas. Line 7. Question 1, which is asked by other commentaries as well. What was the first line? What was the offer Hashem made to Yeravam? Yeravam, come, do tshuva, and I, and you, and Ben Yishai will walk in Gan Eden. So, he was supposed to walk first. Yeravam was supposed to be before. Hashem says, uh, me and you, and David. So what was, why did he ask the question? Why did he ask the question? And then maybe because he asked, Hashem got upset at him. But he was offered first. In Cain. Harei hiktim Hashem as Yeravam barishona. V'yem Cain hechazer boacharkach. How did Hashem change his mind? V'yomar ben Yishabarosh. Question one. Question two. Let's think about this for a minute. V'od. Di al-karchach hatiyobagan eden huachare moso. The offer that Hashem made, Yerava must have realized, it wasn't to take a, a walking on Eden now, today while they're still alive. Gan Eden is the Olam Anashamos. It might be somewhere on earth, but you're not physical there, really. So the offer must have been for the future. Because David was going first. He didn't want to, he didn't want to go. If he doesn't go to Gan Eden, where is he going to go? He's not going to be in Gan Eden at all. So Yeravam would rather be in Gehenim than to be second in Gan Eden? So far, I'll get nothing instead of walking second? So question one, question one is, how is it that it was switched? Number two, how is it that he uh, chose Gehenim instead? Va'od kasha. The Lama Amar Hakadosh Baruch Hu Ben Yishai. The Lo Amar David. After all, in the offer, what is what is how is David called? He's not called David in the Gemara. He's called Ben Yishai. We've discussed in the past. Ben Yishai is a derogatory. You don't say somebody's name. We've discussed that's the Pshad in the Haggadah, the difference between the Chacham and the Russia. They both say Eschem, Lachem, but at least the Russia mentions HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name. 
Atachacha uh, mentions the Kaddish Baruch Hu's name. The Russia leaves it out because when we don't mention somebody's name, that's a reflection that I'm not machshiv that person. Ben Yishai is not mentioning David's name. Shaul kept saying Ben Yishai, Ben Yishai, while Yehonah's son said David, David. So ask the Nesivas here too. How is it that Hashem called him Ben Yishai? What, because he wanted to get on Yeruvah's good side? He called him Ben Yishai? Three questions. Says the Nesivas. Uliyashiv calls that line 19. Nira. Let me explain this Gemara, the depths of this Gemara. First he gives a point, which he'll get back to, and then he'll give his idea for the story. The derech is to call the ultimate root reason or cause of an event as the exclusive cause of the event. For example, Kigom. If Ruvain hires or causes Shimon to be killed by somebody, even though Ruvain didn't kill, we could say Ruvain killed because he was the ultimate cause. And therefore, that's a mushal. And therefore, says the Nesivas, Hashem is the ultimate cause of everything. And therefore, we can look at it that when we or anyone are inspired, we have a moment of tshuva inspiration. We have a moment of pintalayid lighting up in our hearts. Ultimately, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the cause of that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is inspiring us, even though it might be a song and it might be a Dvar Torah and it might be a moment of nachas, it might be a moment of connection to... But it's all Hashem. Like our Pasuk says, Umal Hashem Alokecha. Let's keep that in mind for a minute. Says the Nachos Yaakov, this entire story happened in Yeruvam's mind. It wasn't an actual conversation. It was at a moment when Yeruvam was inspired. He had a moment of inspiration, a nakuda, a nitzotz of kedusha, of tshuva. He had a moment of, I could come back. Hashem told, what do you mean Hashem told him? Because Hashem helps us, cause us to do tshuva. And what does Hashem say to Yeravim in Yeravim's mind? Yeravim, let's go to Gan Eden together. Come on, let's go to Gan Eden. Come join me. And that's why he calls him Ben Yishai, because this is in Yeravim's mind. Second column on the third line. As if he was grabbed. It's as if Hashem grabbed him because it was such a strong feeling. And he says, Chazor b'cha, come do tshuva. But it wasn't a full tshuva because he still called him Ben Yisha. He still was interested in some, in some focus on, his, on himself. He couldn't totally push down the ego. He felt that he was greater than David. And he thinks in his mind, one second, if I do tshuva, what am I going to have to do? I, I need to be more chashev than David. That's that's my that's my uh, my red line. That's why. What was the offer? The offer from Hashem. The first step of his tshuva was it wasn't a full complete tshuva, but it was something. I'm going to go back to be with Hashem, but he puts himself first because that's what he wants and that's what he dreams of within his tshuva. 
Kara also benisha evlodavit shahu ma'amar yeravam b'shem hakadosh baruch hu. V'yamacharkach. Well, then he starts wavering, and he starts thinking a little deeper about what shuva means. Mi barosh klomar es yashe b'daiti. When I think, when I do tshuva, what am I going to have to do? I'm going to have to knock, finish off my temple up, up here in the north, and I'm going to have to go to Yerushalayim. One second, if I go to Yerushalayim, who's in charge in Yerushalayim? Malchus based David. Mi Barosh? So he realizes, I'm not going to be first. Ben Yishai Barosh. Vamalucha taxer David. Ben Yishai Barosh. So you know what he says? I can't do it. Lobaina. Lobaina. Look what Kina does. He had the the uh, inspiration. He had the Nikuta, the Nitzos of Kedusha. But when he thought about it a little deeper, he couldn't do it. He still was Mekana. He couldn't get past the idea of somebody else being ahead of him and being above him. A unique insight into the Gemara that has come up in the past, but the Nachlas Yaakov says it was all in his head. Right? Sometimes we have Mepharshim throughout the ages that take a story in the Torah, Zori and Tanakh, and say it was all in the head. The Abarbanel says it about the Nachash and the Eitz Hadas. The Rambam says it about a number of stories throughout the, throughout the Torah. The Nachlas Yaakov says it right here, again, but it's why, we, why does he say it here? Because of the Pasuk, Umal Hashem Elu Hashem circumcises our, our hearts. Okay, moving right, moving right along. Moving right along. Says the, says the, uh, Pasuk. Says the Torah. By, by Shishi. Ki amitzvah hazos, asher anochi mitzavcha hayom, lo nifleisi mimcha velo rechokahi. When this mitzvah that I command you, it is not nifleis, it is not far away from you, velo rechokahi, it is not far away from you, lo bashamayim, it's not bashamayim, which mitzvah are we talking about? Machlokas, according to Chazal, we're talking about Tomatal Torah, according to the Ramban, we're talking about Shuva, but Loba Shemaimi, probably the most famous three words in the entire Parsha. Loba Shemaimi, what made these three words so famous? The Gemara in Bamitsia. The Gemara in Bamitsia, if you look in the second paragraph in source number three, we have the Gemara quoted. Bozashoi, Rav Asher Weiss, quotes it here in his Hakdama to his second Chalik of Tuvos. He quotes the Gemara. We know the Gemara is a machlokas about a halacha in Tumavatara, Tanur Shalachnoi. And Rabbi Eliezer proves his point. Proves his point. He proves that he is right, Rabbi Eliezer. Well, how did he prove his point that Tahar? Because he said, if Allah is like me, the end of the line seven, Charev Zeyochiach, this tree will prove that I'm right, and the tree gets uprooted and flies through the air and lands somewhere else. Ne'akar charuv mim komo me'ya ama. Amrullah, they said, ain't mevin rayim in charuv. No proofs from a carob tree. Chazar ba'amalahem, and he says to them, amalacha kamosi amas hamayim yochichu. This water that's flowing is going to prove that I'm right. And all of a sudden, magically the water starts flowing upstream. And what does Rabbi Yeshua and the Chachamim answer? Ein mevin rayim amas hamayim. No proofs. The walls of the base medrash should prove that I'm right, and all of a sudden the walls of the base medrash started, started wavering and leaning in. And Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua growled at them, and they stopped. 
and the walls were in the middle, on an angle. They wouldn't go up because of the covenant of Eliezer. They wouldn't go down because of the covenant of Yeshua. And finally, Rabbi Eliezer says, if I'm right, Shemayim will say that, it should prove that I'm right. Yatsa baskol va'amra malachem etzel Rabbi Eliezer what are you starting up with Rebbe Leezer? The halach is like him. Rebbe Yeshua stands up on a chair and quotes our pasik, lo bashamayimi. We don't paskin from heaven. We don't paskin from Shemayim, one of the more well-known stories in all of the Shas, in all of the Talmud. She'amar of Yirmiya, she'kfar nitna Torah mehar Sinai, e'nanu mashkichin bebaskol. Right, the Torah was given, we don't paskin from bebaskol. She'kfar kasafta bahar Sinai, betorah, achir amahatos. You go by the majority of the rabbis. That's one Gemara. The Gemara by Messiah Dachnuntes. But there's another very related Gemara which does not quote this Pasik, but it is based on the same Yesod of the Pasik. But that Gemara is even a little more difficult and theologically challenging. And that is, if you turn the page, Rav Weiss also quotes that Gemara in source number four. But Messiah Pevav. Another machlokas about Tumah Vitara. This is a machlokas about a detail in Hilchas Saras. A detail in Hilchas Saras. Uh, the Baharas, the spot comes first, the white hair comes first. A machlokas without getting into the details. And there was a machlokas, and the Gemara describes that there was a machlokas in Shamayim about this halacha. Line 6. Shenech l'ku ha-kadosh baruchu v'kulei HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Malachim and Shemayim were having a machlokas about a halach in Saras. B'safik b'haris kadma l'seir lava and safik seir lava and kodim l'baharis. Machlokas about a detail. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Tahar. Kulei mesifte durakia amrutame. Machlokas between Hashem and the mesifte durakia. And they said, Who, who's going to decide? They didn't say, Okay, God, you decide because you're God. They didn't say that. Every step of this Gemara is, is challenging. V'amru manuchach. So who are we going to go? Who's going to decide? Who's going to be the machriya? So they say, Rabba Barachana. He's the gaon. He's the expert. in Ilchaz Nagayim. Let's go find out what he says. V'hizkimu shabba rachana yochiach v'yachriya mishum shuhu ayayachid b'nagayim v'yachid ba'alas. He was unique. And they go down and as, it's not 100% clear whether he had to die at that moment, he was supposed to, but either way, as he dies, he screams out, Tahar. Tahar, meaning like HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says Tahar. Rabbi Barachana says Tahar. And the Rambam Paskins, Tameh. The Rambam Paskins against Rabbi Barachana, but that's okay, because there were the Rambam against him. But the Kesav Mishnah points out, this is the only Rabbam that we know of that he paskins against Hashem. Unbelievable. He paskins. We know about a Kaddish Baruch who holds. Tar. How could the Rabbam paskin Tameh? That's the question. Okay, Loba Shamayami. But here you know what a Kaddish Baruch who thinks. Says Rav Asher Weiss. Again, in his introduction to Chelek Beis of the Chuvis. Turn back the page for a minute. The beginning of source number three, there's another Madrash quoted from Shmos. Another Madrash. A form of this Madrash is quoted in the Gemara, but here's the Madrash. Yeshlucha Mekach, beginning of three. Yeshlucha Mekach, Shemisha Machro Nimkarimo. You ever buy anything and the seller is sold with the item? Right? You buy some apples and the storekeeper says, okay, you bought me two? Right? No. 
Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael, Macharti Lochem Torasi Kaviyachol Nimkarti Ima. I'm sold with the Torah. You take the Torah, you take me with it. Shenemar Vyikhuli Truma. Take for me Truma and the Mashal that we discussed in Parshas Truma years ago. Mashal of Melech Shailo Bas Yechida. We know the Medrash, the king has an only daughter, and it was time for her to get married, and all different suitors came to win her hand in marriage. And finally, there was a guy, and he says, okay, I'm going to take her back to my my uh, land, my palace. So the king says, I don't know what to do for you. She's my only daughter. I can't bear to separate from her. I can't. I can't tell you that I love my daughter, but that she's not going to get married. She has to get married. She's your wife. Ella, I have an idea, says the king. Wherever you build your palace and whenever you do construction, build an extension. So I have a place to stay whenever I come. Build me a place where I could reside, where I could rest, I could come visit. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Am Yisrael, Nasati lachem Torah, I've given you the Torah. Lift Roshay man I can't bear to, to leave. The Torah was, before the world was created, HaKadosh Baruch Hu had the Torah. HaShem says, I can't bear to not give it to you, I can't bear to give it to you. So you know what? Take it. But let me, let me stay with it. Va'asuli mikdash, v'shachanti b'socham. What's the message? Says the Minchas Asher, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, yes, he's in Shemayim, but he's also here. There's Hashra'at HaShchina, whenever people are learning Torah. B'chol makom asher azki r'shmi, avoi lechol v'erachticha. Wherever people are learning Torah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with them. When there are dayonim judging a case, Elohim nitzah v'adas keel. Hashra'at HaShchina. See what the Pshat of the Gemara is? And he even says, says the Dvarim are pshutim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says Tahar, but that's HaKadosh Baruch Hu in Shemayim that says Tahar. But once the Rabbanan decide Tameh, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu also says Tameh. Because he's also here. Right? Hashem is Malei Chalaris Kavodo. He's everywhere. So yes, there's a Elu Ve'elu Devele Kimchayim. There's an MS Shamaimis, as we've discussed in the past. And an MS Artsis. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu is also here. It's not that, how can we argue on HaKadosh Baruch Hu? No. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says one thing in Shamayim. But there's another, another expression. He says whatever Achor Mahatos tells him Kaviyachol to say. And that's what he says on line 14 now. Keita titachein alacha shi Kaviyachol negedas elyon. How could it be? We passed it against Hashem. Vim chazal me'idim. Shakarish baruch hu amartar. How do we know what was going on in Shemayim? That's not for us to ask right now. Right? We have a Mesorah. However, the Tanoim told it to us. V'kola Torah enu ala Torah sashle Kaddish baruch hu. Ma emes yesh neged Hashem. So he says on line 17, based on that first Medrash, HaKadosh Baruch Hu never left the Torah. Aguri Machem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mashra Shechinaso Babati Medrashos Shubati Knesios and Kasher Chachme Yisrael Donim Umafalpolim Umachriyem Bahalacha HaKadosh Baruch Hu Imahem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Medabra Mito Gronam. And therefore, as he says beautifully, line 22, Nimsa HaTaomer Bashamayim Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu Tahar. Avokan 
Omar Kadosh Baruch Hu And therefore, that's how we kapaskin against Rabbi Barachana, against HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Shamayim, because we have Achar Amahatos, which HaKadosh Baruch Hu supports here. Okay. And the next Pasuk. Two Psukim later. These are soaking, full Psukim. Lo It's not far away. Whatever the mitzvah is, it's not far away. It's right here. It's like the Chavis Chaim says. Where you're standing is holy ground. The Kutzker says, where you're standing is holy ground. Wherever we're standing is holy ground. It's not over the seas. It's very close. It's in your mouth. It's in your heart to do. Question that we've asked in the past, which we return to. And that is, isn't the Pasuk out of order? First, we feel something and we, and we decide. And then we say it. Doesn't it first go to our heart and then go to our mouth? That's the second step. Sometimes we talk without thinking. That's true. But the natural way it's supposed to be is the lave to the pet. And yet it says, it's very close for you, b'fichu b'vavcha. Ask the Tosefes Bracha, the Torah Tamima, in his other work on Chumash. We're going to have two Torah Tamimas tonight, neither of them from the Torah Tamima. First is from the Tosefes Bracha. Lefim mishpata higayon hayat sarach lomar mikodim b'vavcha v'yachar gach b'ficha. Right, it should be first, the opposite. Ki apem moti mashalev choshe mikodem. The mouth is motzi, what the heart thinks. So, two points. Number one, classic Tosefes Bracha. If you look throughout the Torah and Tanakh, when you have a phrase with two words in it, many times the Torah is not medactic to have the specific chronological order between those two words. Many times it's a package. It's like a phrase, and it could be the first, it said second. For example, what does the Kaddish Baruch Hu say? Tachava harba arbe etzvonech veheronech. Right? I will make very difficult your etzvonech. What is that? The Gemara says your tsar gizulbanim. Raising children is going to be very difficult for you. Veheronech and your pregnancy. Forget it. Which comes first? Right? Tsar gizulbanim is not during before pregnancy. Right? We maybe some worrying about it, but but the actual with the opposite. It's at harba arba heronech vetzvonech. So we see, it's the opposite. Parshas vayachi, the bracha, birchos shadayim varacham. The bracha of suckling babies, shadayim varacham, racham is the womb. Again, the womb comes first. Says the Torah Tamima. It's okay, it could be out of order. Eov, Eov says, vegever yamus vyachlash. A man dies and gets weak. That's not how it happens. What do you mean? First, first you get rid of the, the groaning and the, and the woe and the, after that you have Sasan Vesimcha. So he says that's the Teva, Teva Hadavar. When, I finish, when the, the Tanakh writes phrases. Sometimes it's in the opposite order. So here too, you could say, it's a, it's a, you look at it as a whole. But then he says on line 19, agadi. 
But maybe using my agadic license, yesh lefaris beficha bavavcha. Maybe the Torah is trying to emphasize beficha. Asher lechora ain hechrich lewashin zelkan. Vedaya elama. You didn't have to say anything. You could have just said karve lecha davar laasoso. Just leave out beficha bavavcha totally. But what did Chazal say? Again, ki a mitzvah hazos. What is this pasuk going on? The Rabban says tshuva, but what does the Gemara say in Erevin? It's talking about Talmud Torah. It's close to us. We could do it. Says the Tosefes Bracha, maybe the emphasis is that Talmud Torah could solve so many problems and be misakin, so many issues that we have with our mouth. The Gemara says all the way at the end of Baba Basra, line 22, There's so much, we, there's so much with our mouth. Right? There's so many of the alchates. Right? At the, before and after every Shemona Esrei, we talk about our mouth. Hashem, Sfasai Tiftach, please open my lips. In Elkai, Nitzor, Nitzor Lushoni Meiro, Usfasai Mitzor Lushoni Meiro, Vlim Kalan Achi Sidon, Vadachi Kaofer Lakotia, Psach Libi, Psach. Right? Everything's the mouth. Talmud Torah is the ultimate tikkun. Kimiskulas Atorah Lahatzil Mi Mikshol Shebepeh. If we fill our mouth with Torah, it won't be filled with Lashon Hara. It won't be filled with Onas Dvarim. It won't be filled with all the other problems that we have with our mouth. And that's the emphasis. Beficha! It can solve the problems of your mouth. Ubilvav Chalaso. So it's emphasizing, emphasizing Beficha. Okay. So we have to, as we know, the Halacha is, Halacha is we have to have split up the Aliyos between a double parsha. We have to have three and a half in one parsha and three and a half in the second parsha, and the middle aliyah crosses both. So we have to have equal time. So we've had four thoughts related to Nitzavim. So now we move on and to have four thoughts related to Vayelech. And the first thought is a medrash I mentioned four or five years ago in a Shabbos Shuvah but it is really a life-changing medrash. It's a life-changing medrash. I don't know if I mentioned this in a parsha year in the past, but either way, it's a medrash that we can chazer every year, maybe even every month or every week. It's the Medrash of Moshe Rabbeinu's final days. That's what we have in Vayelech. Vayelech Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu is 120 years old. Today, Ben Mea, beginning of Vayelech, Ben Mea v'esrim shana anochi hayom, lo'uchalot o'tez v'lava. Right, I've reached my, I've reached my peak. Moshe Rabbeinu is, is at the end. The last Medrash Rabbah in all of Breshas, all of Rabbah on Chumash. We know we have Medrash Rabbah on the five books of Moshe and on the Megillos. That's what we have Rabbah on. Other Medrashim we have on Navi too, the Yalkut and, and others. But Medrash Rabbah is only on the Hamishi Chumshe Torah and Megillos. The last one, the last section in Dvarim talks about, oh, we can just have the Parshish here on this, but we'll read as much as we can. It was time for Moshe to die. Ba'osasha line six. I gave you the whole thing. We'll read part of it. Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu Gavriel. Gavriel, Moshe. Gavriel, could you please bring me Moshe's neshama? Amr lefanav Rebona shalolam. Mishu shakol keneged shishim ribo, echa niyachal liros b'moso. Moshe Rabbeinu is, is like equal to the rest of Am Yisrael. I'm going to bring him. Umishi eish lo dvarim elu, echa niyachal asos lo katev. I'm not getting Moshe angry. Hashem, find somebody else. Not interested, says Gavriel. 
Moshe, bring me Moshe's neshama. The Gemara says in Brachas that Michael had amazing jumping ability. He could jump in one when everybody else it takes them, whatever it means. That the angels are like, he was fast. Michael, can you please bro, bring me Moshe? Amr Lafanov, Rebonish Alolam, Ani Hayiti Lo Rav, Talmid, I can't, sorry. Gabriel says, I can't do it. Michal says, I can't do it. Hashem says, okay, I got to go to the dark side. Bring for me Moshe's neshama. So he says, okay. Miyad, lavash kas, v'kogar charbo. He took his sword. He put on anger. V'halach l'grazosha Moshe. And he starts going towards Moshe Rabbeinu. He goes, and what's Moshe doing? Moshe is writing, Shemos of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Line 11. V'kosif shema mefoash, v'zor mar'eo doma l'shemesh. His face is shining like the sun. V'udome l'malach Hashem tzavakos. Hayemisyari samal min Moshe. Samal's like, uh-oh. I don't know if I'm up to this. Omar, Vadash in a Malachim Yucholi told Nishmasosha Moshe, Samoel, the powerful prosecuting angel says, I can't do it. Moshe turns around and sees Samoel. Haya Moshe Yodea Shabbat Samoel, and when he sees some, when Kiman Sharas Samoelas Moshe, Achazasu Rava Chilka Yoleda, Samoel starts shaking. Flo Hamatza Pischon Beladaber and Moshe couldn't say a word, says Moshe to Samoel, Matazemakan. I came to take your neshama. Amarlo, Mishigracha. Who sent you? Amarlo, Mishabarat Kalabrios. Amarlo, Einatanotan Nishmasi. Sorry, you're not taking it. Amarlo, Kal Ba'e Olam Nishmasan Misurin Liadi. Every creature, every person, they're in my power. Moshe says, yeah, but not me. Amarlo, Yeshbi Kalach Mikol Ba'e Olam. Amarlo makochacha. Samal says, "What makes you so great?" Amarlo Moshe says, and you know this is Moshe, Anav Mikal Adam talking. But you know what? He's bargaining for an extra minute of life. So he'll he won't he won't stop at anything. Ani ben Amram. Interesting. He starts that way. We just mentioned before, not saying a name is being memait. So maybe he starts by being memait himself. I'm Ben Amram. She Yatsasi Mimea Imi Mahul. I had a brismila when I was born. And on the day that I was no longer Matsasi Bishon Pevalakti Baraglan, I went and I spoke to my parents. And I didn't ever had any milk. Interesting, against the other Medrash. And when I was three months old, Nihisna Basi, and I already was giving Navua and prophecy when I was three years old. And I'm going to get the Torah. And I went out and I took the Kesser. And it goes through all. And when I was 80, you'd see us Mitzrayim. And I brought the Jews out and Kriyas Yamsufing and Matan Torah. Go through the whole history. The whole history. The Kibalti Torah Show Aish. Line 35. And I beat, oh, I killed Og. And I did all of this. Line 39. Anyone else come close? You have control of everybody. Anybody, anybody do what I, my, my uh, resume? Moshe's got the best resume in the history of the world. Lech Rasha Mikan, leave. Ein lechalomar kein leich brach milafanai. And he knows that he's running off. Start running. And Samal runs away and goes back to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "What happened? Try again." He goes back. Miat Shalof Charbo Mitara. He stands there with his sword. Moshe Rabbeinu grabs his sword and sticks it at him. 
This is not working out, says Samael, the way that I have planned. Turning over the page, he comes back, and a Kaddish Baruch who says, I guess I have to do it myself. I guess I have to do it myself. The Yarad line 10, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Mishmei, Shamayim, Ho'el Yonin, Liton, Moshe. So Moshe, Hashem goes himself, we know. Moshe, Hashem was buried, buried Moshe. Ushlosha Malachi Yashar Hashem took a couple of Malachim, Michael, Gabriel, Zagzael, to help him out. Michael made the Aaron, Gabriel spread out a baguette. He got it all ready. It's all ready. Line 18. Ba'osasha. Hashem calls to the Shama. This is the, if earlier was not exciting enough, but here it is. Hashem tells the Neshama, speaks to Moshe's Neshama. Amarla, Biti, Meya Ve'esrim Shana Kitzavti, Chayote Vagufa Shamoshe. I set 120 years. That's the beginning of Ayelech. Achshav Yigia Kitzech Watzeis. It's time to leave. Tsi'i al Ta'echari. Neshamala. It's time to leave. Amr Lafanov. And the Neshama of Moshe answers. Rabbona Shalolam, Yodasani, Shata Eloka Kalaruchos. I know you are the God. The Kala Nefashos, Nefashachayim, Mesa Misurim, Yadecha. And everything is in your control. Viata Baratani, Viata Itzartani. You created me. Viata Nesatani, Begufo Shal Moshe. And you put me in Moshe 120 years. Viachshav. Is there any place in the entire universe that is more pure or holy than this spot where I am in? Line 26. I don't want to go. Moshe Rabbeinu's neshama did not want to leave Moshe's guf. Hashem says, I'm taking you to the Kisei HaKavod. Neshama Tziyat Ha'achri. V'ani malo usach l'shmei ha'shamayim. Hol yonim. V'ani moshiv chadachas Kisei Kavod. So prove him. Sraf in the highest levels. And the Neshama answers, Don't take me. I want to stay. B'vakashah mimcha tanicheni b'gufa shal Moshe. B'osashah and now it gets Kabbalistic. Nishako Akarish Baruchu Hashem gives a kiss. Vinatal Nishmaso Benishikas Peh. Vayakarish Baruchu Boche. He cries. Miyakumli Imreim. He's Yatsivli Impoli Oven. Shamayim Bochim. Eretz Boche. Yoshua Boche. And that's the end of Medrash Rab. This is a Medrash to try to try to swallow, but just to one message. A neshama has the koach to reach the potential in one's guf higher than any spot in the shamayim itself. If we could reach our potential, then that spot in our guf could become a greater clay kibble than being directly under the kiseya kavod. As the Rambam writes in Hilchas Shuva, we all have the koach. The Rambam says it. Even though the Rambam authored the 13 principles of faith and said nobody could ever be like Moshe Rabbeinu in Nevuah. But in terms of fulfilling one's potential, the Rambam says in Ilchus Tshuva, we can all be like Moshe Rabbeinu. We can all at the end of our life have a Kaddish Baruch Hu come to our Neshama and our Neshama could scream out and say, I don't want to leave. That's what we have to get to. That's what we have to try to 
the cup. Okay. Moving right along. Paraglam and Aleph. We started again. Moshe Rabbeinu is giving his last couple of psukim, the last couple of instructions. Chizku v'yimsu. Be strong against any enemies that you might find. Vayikra Moshe Yoshua. Moshe speaks to Yoshua, gives him some last instructions. And we have the mitzvah of Hakel, the last, second to last mitzvah in the Torah. And then Hashem tells Moshe, it's time. And he says, Pasuk Tezayin. Moshe, it's time. In the future, Am Yisrael will stray. And I will get angry at them. And I will give Hester upon him. There will be many tsars. And they will say, they will recognize that Hashem is not with them. And that's why they're having all these sorrows. Ask Rav Pincus, source 8. It's unbelievable if you look throughout Jewish history, how many Jews, even though throughout their life, they were, excuse me, they were not so close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu on the surface. They were not so observant. They were not so connected to mitzvos. And yet, when it comes to a major tzara, when it comes to life on the line, the Jewish neshama comes out. And when somebody has to say, I'm a Jew, how many times throughout our history did the Jew stand up in the face of such such anti-Semitism, in the face of such feelings of hatred? Tofah Yedua Hiva'am Yisrael, line source 8. As we have this pasuk about Saras, Klal Yisrael's recognition of Tsaras. Shekayim koach mi yuchav yehudim lachzigmam and b'tsaras agdolas piyoter rachmanol itzlam. Sometimes the Tsaras or bring us together. As we saw this past summer, the Gemara says in Megillah, right? Haman's ring did more than all the Nevi'im could do. One Tsara brings us together, brings us closer. How is it? Why do we do well? Rachmanol itzlam. Many times. Let me explain. There are some things that are inherent in nature, says Rav Pinkus, based on the Beis HaLevi. The Umos HaOlam, as Rashi quotes in Vayishlach, Esav Sone Liyakov. That's in the Bria. And it rears its head publicly every so often, a little more than so often. But it's in the Bria. How do we know it's in the Bria? What was Asa fighting for in utero? There was no reason to fight. And yet he was fighting. Because it's in the Bria, Ace of Sony Yaakov. But it's also in the Bria that Yaakov is an Ishtam Yoshevo Halim. That when Rivka passed the shuls in the Bate Medrash, Yaakov yearned to get out. Because that's also something in the Mahus of the Bria. Our natural connection and tendency to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Maybe it comes from the Malach in utero. Whatever it is, but it's true. There's some natural connections that if you take away everything on top, if we peel away all the layers, what's left is that natural connection. He says, there's a discussion in the Achronim. 
you know, whether Adam was Mekadesh Chava. Kiddushin, there wasn't a mitzvah yet, they weren't Jewish. Okay, did he have to do anything to Chava? Says Rav Pincus, of course not. In my mind, he had to do nothing. Why? Because what is Kiddushin? What does that covenant mean? It's an exclusionary covenant. We are together and nobody else is connected to me or to you. Adam and Chava didn't have to do that. What? To exclude the animals? They already knew that. They're out. They're not in the parsha. They're not on the market. So Adam and Chava naturally were connected. They were the only ones. Mamewa, they didn't have to be Makandesh. Have Kiddushin. Says Rav Pincus, we have Kiddushin to Hashem. We are naturally connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's Yaakov in utero, line 15. Kach gam klal Yisrael shayachim l'ashem Yisbarach be'etzem. In part of our DNA. El yesnam dvarim acherim ha'ma'akvim. Umonin etzakir v'beneim. But life gets in the way sometimes. Our tithes get in the way. Our Yetzaharis, uh, the other nations, the, uh, other, the world around us, society. So many things create mechitzos that block it. And therefore, it's not so clear. And that's why a husband and wife is manazeh have to get married because there's a lot of other people out there. So to make it clear, so there's kedushin, to create that unique connection. But Rahman al-Islan, sometimes when there's a tsara, sometimes when there's, there's difficulty from the outside, then all the other layers peel away and fall away. And all the other, what we would call narishkite, and all the other foolish uh, what we usually think are serious, but they're not. And the differences between uh, the Jew and Jew. And all the other things. When, it, when there's a tsara, all of that falls aside and we see so clearly. And we see each other as brother and sister. And when there's a tsara, we're connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rahman al-Ithlam, when the tsara finishes, sometimes we lose that perspective again. It's human nature. But we lose the perspective. But says your pinkus, that's the message of this Pasik. When there's a tsara, many times we recognize, I realize Hashem's distant from me. I realize I better shape up. When there's a tsara, then that natural connection to Akadosh Baruch Hu comes out. We have to try. Our job, obviously, is to have that and make it manifest even without the tsara. Or just let the tsara be that we don't have a base amigdash. That's all the tsara needs to be. Okay, one final gra, and then one final thought about the last mitzvah in the Torah, which is fitting to talk about. Says the gra. The Pasuk tells us in the, the following Pasuk. All are talking about Hester Panim. V'hanochi haster astir panai bayomahu. I will haster astir. Right, I will hide my face on that day. Hester Panim. What's the double Lashon? Haster Astir? Ask the Gra. And why the switch of the word? As if it's referring to something else. Right? It's not just like an emphasis. Haster Astir or Aster Astir would mean like, I'm really going away. I'm really hiding. Haster Astir gives off the impression that there's, there's two elements here. So what's the double Lashon and why the change of wording? Says the Gra. Achine Yadua, source number nine. It is known. We just don't always realize it. 
When Hashem literally is touching us, when we have a difficulty, we don't realize. Hakol Kol Yaakov. Bitfila. Yecholim Lashaber Mechitzo Shel Barzel. Hamafsikos. Beinam Levenavim Shemeshemayim. We don't realize the Koach of Tfila, says the Grah. That it's innate in every Jew. Ach Nirpim, Heim Nirpim. Milovakish Melokeno Alzos. Quoting Paro. We're weak. Bechashvam ki mikro wapisidra tivi. Velo meisashkacha. We don't realize that everything in life is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, v'anochi hastir. I'm, I'm going to hide myself. And that's sorrow number one. But astir is then, I'm going to hide and they're not going to realize that they could dive into me to get rid of the sorrow. They're not going to realize the koach of tefillah that they have. Sometimes we know the answer is no. We know that. But the tefillah has tremendous effects whether we see the answer we want or not. Says the Gra, we always have to know that. The Koach of Tfilah, that's the Hastir Astir. It's the Tsara of the Hester Panim and the fact that a Jew does not realize the Koach that he has. And if he doesn't ask for Rachamim, he doesn't recognize that it's all from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he won't use this special weapon that he has. We have to get over that and realize Astir. Maybe the first one is out of our control. The first Hester Panim, but then push it. Rachamim, tefillah, in order to get rid of the tsar. And finally, we get to the final thought for the evening, the final thought for the year in this series of Parsha Shirim, which Baruch Hashem, we've had the schus of rounding out the cycle. Next year, Be'ez Hashem, will be our Shemitah cycle also. Our seventh year starting, Be'ez Hashem. Be'ez Hashem, Parsha's gracious. But we end off with the thought about the last mitzvah in the Torah. The mitzvah of Ksiva Sefer Torah. Mitzvah of writing a Torah. The Torah tells us, V'ata kisvu lachem Write down this shira. Write down this song. Rashi says shira means ha'azinu, but Chazal tells us it also means, it also means the Torah itself. V'lam das b'nei Yisrael sima v'fiyem, l'mantia li ha'shira hazos v'eid b'nei Yisrael. The Torah is called a shira. Torah is called a song. Two questions. Number one, what does that mean? That the Torah is called a song. Yes, the Gemara says at the end of Megillah we're supposed to sing when we learn. Okay. But it's got to be deeper than that. What does it mean that the Torah is called a song? In what way is it like a song? Question one. Question two. Why is the Torah only called a song all the way at the end of the Torah? No, we should know at the beginning it's a song. And whatever message there is, for the Torah being a song, why is it only at the end of the Torah? Says Rav Kook, quoted by Rav Neria in Source 10, from Moadei Haraya. Says Rav Kook, answering the first, second question first, and he said this, Uba'achas misichos ha-kodesh al-maran, ha-rav zatzal parshas vayelech, hisbir, madua lo matzinu b'chal ha-torah kulez ha-torah shira shenitam ha-torah. Why don't we find it before now? And he explains, Shira, as we'll illustrate even more in a few minutes, Bez Hashem, is only appropriate at this moment in history. Why? Right now is when B'nai Yisrael were accepted the concept of Arvus, of Kol Yisrael Arevim Zelazeh. 
Right? This week's parsha. That's the source that I can make a do a mitzvah for you. That I can make kiddush for you. What's the source for that? Why is that? The Rishonim say that we're like gufechad. That only came here. Torah can only be called a shira once that occurs. Why? Because shira, a song, is when all of Am Yisrael come together and act together as one. And Rav Kook even says, Kedarko Bakodesh, and it's not only after Arvus, but it's as they're going into Eretz Yisrael. Because Torah's chutzlo aretz osekes betiku nefesh apratit lokein Torah's eretz Yisrael he doeges tamid baad haklal. A Jew in Galus is a Jew as a yachid. A Jew in Eretz Yisrael says Rav Kook is a Jew as part of a nation, as part of the destiny of Klal Yisrael. The about Klalus nishmas ha'uma, the neshama of the uma. The Gemara says in Harios that the definition of tzibur. It's Seber of Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael. That's where there's a unique form of, of, of Achdus. Somebody told me recently, there's a difference between Achdus and Arvus. Achdus we can have maybe outside, says Rav Kook of Eretz Yisrael. But Arvus, the feeling of deep family of a unit, that is reserved for Achinu B'nai Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael, says Rav Kook, and that is what we daven for when all of Am Yisrael feels and experiences that arvus. But says the Torah Tamima, we said there's a second Torah Tamima, in his Sefer Baruch Sha'amar and Siddur, Shira goes one step further as well. Says Rav Kook, we say, the end of David on Shabbos morning, Tamidei Chachamim Marbim Shalom Ba'olam. Says the Torah Tamima, Tamidei Chachamim Marbim Shalom. Shenemar, v'chol b'nechem l'yav shem v'shalom b'noich, atakir b'noich l'abonoich. Good. This is the end of Mesechah's brachas, and the end of a couple of Mesechtas in Shas. Why is it appropriate, ask the Baruch Shammar, that it's at the end of the Mesechta? We'll be back to that in one minute. Says the Baruch Shammar, source number 12. We know the principle of Elu ve'elu divri elokim chayim. We mentioned it earlier in Loba Shamayimi. Different viewpoints. Asr, Mutter, Chayiv, Pater, Tome, Tahar. How could it, excuse me, how could it be? Says the Baruch Shammar, I'll give you a mashal. Imagine you have a beautiful orchestra, and in the orchestra you have violins, and there are tubas, and there are keyboards, and there are all ty- French horns, and there are all types of clarinets, and everything, cellos, all different horns, and string instruments. If you listen to any one of them separately, it doesn't sound good. It sounds deep, it sounds baritone, it sounds high, it sounds low. But when you hear them all together, when they play in harmony, it creates a beautiful, wonderful symphony together. Says the Baruch Sha'amar, the Torah is called a Shira. Why? Because every Shita within the Gemara, every Shita of every Tamar Chacham, of every Rav, takes part in this symphony of Halacha, in the symphony of Torah. That's why it's called a Shira. And that's why, amazingly, says the Baruch Sha'amar, we have this at the end of a couple of Mesechtas. Because after learning a whole Mesechta with all different opinions, right, left, up, down, mutter, usser, tamidei chachamim marbim shalom ba'olam. At the end of the Mesechta, we say they're marbim shalom. Because it's all part of the Shira that the Torah is, and that is 
that is how we understand the mashal, and it's dafka at the end of the Torah when we all come together as one. We should all be zocha. Again, the next year will be in two weeks. We should all be zocha to Ashnaz Bracha, Ashnaz Shalom, Ashnaz Geula, Ashnaz where all Jews get along with each other and all Jews come to Eretz Yisrael and celebrate in the Beis HaMikdash B'mher of Yemen.